I'm the Middle Maker and this is the Middle Maker Speaks. The NBA is back. The world's most entertaining league is back. We are fresh off an all-star weekend. The all-star festivities are over now, but we have memories. A son honored his father. 22 ways to honor dad. Mitchell honored history. We saw hunger in the eyes of the three-point champion. He wasn't going home without some hardware. That's Devin Booker. Team LeBron and Team Steph went down to the wire. Honestly, this is what it's all about. It wouldn't be the NBA if we didn't have some drama, some controversy. Jimmy Butler, was he drunk? Did he have a hangover? Or was it simply that he was all fibbed out? We don't know, but it's fun speculating. The season is back. And we get to witness a slugfest and a tanked fest. Cuban, 600,000 for telling the truth. Not every truth needs to be said, Mark. We'll get to the sluggers and the tankers soon enough. Maybe not today, but soon enough. Kawhi Leonard, is there really a Kawhi situation? Or is this merely a media-driven narrative? We rubbish the Kawhi dissatisfaction with the Spurs rumors, but it seems as if there might actually be legs to this narrative. Is Kawhi Leonard or Kawhi dissatisfied with the San Antonio Spurs? The San Antonio Spurs have been the model of consistency in the NBA. They have been one of the best run organizations and now we find their premier star. Tired of the Spurs? Are we talking about the Spurs? Are, is this for real? There are more stories seeping out. More is coming to the fore. And it seems as if there might actually be something here. Kawhi could be out in San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard, he has an injury. He's been medically cleared. Kawhi should be back, but Kawhi is not back. And Greg Popovich, the coach, Coach Pop, says that Kawhi might not be back this season. Kawhi might be out this season. This seems so unspurs like the Spurs take care of their own. The Spurs monitor your minutes. The Spurs look after injured players. But yet, we're seeing cracks. Is this for real? Kawhi. Kawhi. He's a 2019 free agent. Don't forget that. He is a free agent. And before we get to Kawhi's free agency, there's something we have to mention. We're seeing comparisons being made to Kawhi. We're seeing comparisons being made between Kawhi and Derrick Rose. Why? Because it was said that Rose could have played, but Rose stayed away. It's now being said that Kawhi can play, but Kawhi is staying away. So we're seeing comparisons being made between D. Rose and Kawhi Leonard. Is this for real? Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was seen in the gym all by himself and by himself we mean not with another player or a training team or something of the sort we're talking about a Derrick Rose that was there with a regular Joe rebounding his shots this was put up for ridicule ridiculous Derrick Rose if this is indeed where Derrick Rose is at now that's a good sign 
that means that Derrick Rose is now humble. And Derrick Rose is working to get himself back in the league. A part of the problem with Derrick Rose was Derrick Rose refused to accept where he now was. His body has changed. He has been ravaged by injuries. But yet, we constantly spoke about, is this the old D. Rose? Is MVP Rose coming back? No, MVP Rose should be buried. A new Rose should emerge. A Rose that takes into consideration his injury history. And that is the Rose that we saw in that gym. So that's a good thing. To ridicule Derrick Rose for this is rubbish. It's garbage. And for the person who put that up, shame on you. Shame on you. Time to leave D-Rose alone because D-Rose is acting like a player who wants to continue his NBA career. Give the man a chance. If he was playing like the old D-Rose, then okay, you could make fun of him because that game doesn't work anymore. But the man has been humbled and the man is working to get himself back in the league and find a place for himself. So leave D-Rose alone. But we're not talking about D-Rose, we're talking about Kawhi. And we're just talking about the parallels that people were drawing between Kawhi and D-Rose. It's not a genuine parallel. Kawhi will be back and Kawhi will be better than before. Kawhi is a strong player, mentally and physically. But something has unsettled Kawhi. We don't know what that is, but clearly something has unsettled him. And what is apparent is that the marriage between Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs appears to be in trouble. Kawhi Leonard is a free agent in 2019. Now, here's where the fun comes in. It's time to speculate where Kawhi could go. Kawhi Leonard could, of course, go to LA. They have globs of cap room, and they're looking to make a big free agent splash. They could pass on 2018 and get to 2019. And Kawhi, as was mentioned before, is a prize for 2019. The Lakers, yes, they would be contenders. They have a glowing history. And as Kobe said, we don't have to recommend LA to you. We don't have to recruit you to the Lakers. That where the Lakers should be good enough. The Lakers. They're always an option and they'll always be in the mix for free agency because they have the money and they have the history. But there's another team in the league that also has the history just as the Lakers do. And we're talking about the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics, they are a real threat. They are a real threat to landing Kawhi Leonard. And here is why. Kawhi Leonard could end up on the Boston Celtics. And we'll step into the Nostradamus corner once more. And we will say this. Looking far into the future, and we're talking just the off-season. LeBron James, big story. But the other big story will be Kawhi Leonard. The Boston Celtics will trade Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and a pick for Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, 
and Al Hartford will be teammates next season. The Boston Celtics will be a juggernaut in the Eastern Conference. This is what we foresee in the Nostradamus corner. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have Spurs DNA. These are the type of players that work with the San Antonio Spurs. Kawhi Leonard was apparent here for Tim Duncan, but they took LaMarcus Aldridge, which shows that the Spurs were moving away from where they were because LaMarcus was not necessarily the Spurs type of player. And the Spurs have had to adjust to LaMarcus with Kawhi out. So we're showing that the Spurs, they're changing somewhat. But now they want to get back to their DNA. And to get back to their DNA, you need players who are Spurs. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are Spurs. They have the Spur DNA. So these players will be the future of San Antonio. The torch will have been passed to these players and Kawhi will become a part of a super team. A super team in Boston. So the dreams of Anthony Davis in Boston will be blown up and the reality of Kawhi Leonard in Boston will be just that, a reality. This is the league that we foresee. And this is Danny Ainge's next big move. Step one, he got Gordon Hayward. Step two, Kyrie Irving. Step three, Kawhi Leonard. Step four, a championship. Who knows? The Boston Celtics are competitive this year. But with these four players, they would have a genuine shot at contention. And we'll come to something else. Their rival in the Eastern Conference. This rival would be none other than the Philadelphia 76ers. Bill Simmons, Uncle Bill, the podfather. We would not have a podcast if we never listened to Bill Simmons. We grew up on the BS Report. The BS Report was fun, it was edgy, and it was a podcast, something you could always download, something you could restart, something you could follow. So we listen to Bill Simmons. We still listen to Bill Simmons. I listen to Bill Simmons. I read Bill Simmons. And his articles are normally fun. Bill Simmons wrote recently on The Ringer that LeBron James could finish the process. And this would allow him to challenge Michael Jordan's legacy. And he outlined just what made Michael great. And we agree with Bill. This ultra-competitive Jordan was great. And being ultra-competitive in a way that we have never seen any other athlete in the NBA. Kobe came a close second, but Michael was maniacal. Something was wrong with Michael. And this is what made Michael great. Bill outlined that quite well. His article also looked at how LeBron could challenge Michael. LeBron has a longer career. That's clearly obvious. Michael had a higher peak. His prime was something that we have never seen before. And we haven't seen since, not even LeBron. But LeBron extended prime is something we have never seen before. This is phenomenal. So we're talking about A and A. A plus 
an A+. This is what we are looking at when we talk about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. LeBron is looking at Michael in front of him. Staying in Cleveland, what does that do for LeBron James? Does it cement his legacy? He already brought them a championship. There's no legacy left in Cleveland. Does he go to L.A. and carry the mantle? One of many to carry the mantle in L.A.? He could, and it would make sense. Or does he go to the other option, Philadelphia, and finish the process? Bill is right. Philadelphia is where LeBron should go. Imagine this. Oh, yes, before we get to LeBron in Philadelphia, and before we delve in it, rather, Bill brought up something that we never thought of before. Paul George could end up in Philadelphia as well. How could Paul George end up in Philadelphia? Here is how. Robert Covington, Markel Fultz, and a draft pick, Philadelphia owns several, could be exchanged for Paul George, a sign and trade for Paul George. The money would match up. And if it doesn't exactly match up with these guys, then add something else. A lineup featuring Paul George, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Darius Saric would be phenomenal. This would be a matchup. And by matchup, we're talking about the Boston Celtics versus the Philadelphia 76ers. This would be a dream matchup. LeBron and his Philadelphia team versus Kyrie and his Boston team. That would be a superstar, star-studded matchup. And Houston and Golden State out west would shudder at the thought of facing either of these two Eastern Conference juggernauts. The East would be ruled by Boston and Philadelphia. Milwaukee would have to do something to come up. Giannis is that good a player. He might even be the best player in the league, but he won't be on the best team. That would be either Boston or Philadelphia. Make this happen. LeBron and Paul George go to Philadelphia. Kawhi go to Boston. Let's have the Boston versus Philadelphia 76ers matchup. Let's get ready to rumble! That's what we want to see. Playoffs. The playoffs could change. The format could be changed. Imagine a playoff format where the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors meet in the semifinals. The Philadelphia 76ers and the Houston Rockets meet in the semifinals. It could happen. A playing tournament where 7 through to 10 match up to make it to the playoffs. As in the real playoffs. Because it would be a one-shot elimination. That would be fun for the fans. It doesn't necessarily do anything about tanking. Because the purpose of tanking is to improve the team. That is the purpose of tanking. Long term, not just make the playoffs. You want to become a genuine contender. That is why teams tank. That is why we're having a race to the bottom at the moment. It's not just about making the playoffs. Teams also want to look at their future. Do you want to be perennial eight seeds? Or do you want a chance at winning a title? This is the reason why the Atlanta Hawks are racing 
to the bottom of the league. This is the reason why. They want to be genuine contenders and not perennial playoff beating sticks. That is the reality of the NBA and that is why tanking occurs. Now, LeBron in Philadelphia, Kawhi in Boston. What a beautiful matchup this would be. And this is something that could genuinely happen. The Philadelphia 76ers have the pieces to get Paul George. The Boston Celtics have the pieces to get Kawhi Leonard. Make it happen. Basketball gods, make it happen. This would be good for the NBA. Super teams in the East and super teams in the West. Juggernauts in the East and juggernauts in the West. This is what we want to see. Now for the Los Angeles Lakers. Boston, the emergence, re-emergence of the Boston Celtics, it's almost done. The Philadelphia 76ers, they're not there just yet. A few bad moves and it could all be over for Philadelphia. But they are brimming with potential. They are a true possibility. The Los Angeles Lakers are not yet done. What can the Los Angeles Lakers do to get themselves into this mix? DeMarcus Cousins is injured. He would have been a good fit in LA. Paul George now has another suitor in Philadelphia. Not just Oklahoma and the Lakers. How can the Lakers get a player like Paul George and a LeBron? First thing is first, the Ball family has to go. What do you do? You trade Lonzo Ball and whatever fillers that you need. For example, you could re-sign Julius Randle and package him along with the Cleveland pick, Lonzo Ball, and whatever else you need for John Wall. John Wall's tenure in Washington seems to be dicey, and he could be had for the right price, and Alonzo Ball could be just the right price. The Lakers have done something very well. The Lakers have built up the trade value of their players. Lonzo Ball's trade value is up. Why not capitalize on that this offseason and send Lonzo Ball and his father and the Ball clan to D.C.? Send him to D.C. and get John Wall in L.A. Wall alone isn't enough to carry the Lakers, but he's a good starting point. Would Boogie Cousins sign with his friend, his old college running mate in L.A.? He could. He could leave the Pelicans because of friendship, loyalty. His boy is in L.A. Would the Lakers take a flyer on Boogie Cousins? Honestly, they should. Who else can they use to round out the roster? Because if you miss out on Paul George and LeBron James, then you have to get creative. You can't allow your cap space to go. You might have to save some for 2019, but grab Boogie and grab John Wall and add more to your team. The Lakers would still be contenders, genuine contenders. This is how you do team building. You get assets and you flip those assets at the appropriate time. Lonzo Ball is nothing more than an asset. He is not the future of LA basketball. He's an asset that you can flip to bring a team to LA. It could be Paul George, it could be LeBron James that comes once you flip Lonzo. And John Wall should be your main target 
when you flip Lonzo Ball. But flip Lonzo Ball and the mouth known as LeVar, you must. Lakers, these are your choices. These are the moves that can bring you back to contention. Boston is ready to pounce on Kawhi because there is a Kawhi situation now. Paul George could go to Philadelphia, not LA. The ball is in your court. And the first move for you is to get rid of that ball. That is your present point. The NBA, the NBA is back. And tonight, there are many games on. And NBA games, as always, are fun. We won't be having an MM Fantasy Lab today. But we're going to have a Fantasy Zone. So we look at a few of the games and a few of the players that you should roster. So let's begin. Atlanta's injury report is a joke. It is a solid joke. Indiana should win this game running away. The Pacers are favored by minus seven and a half. Middle mate this game. Take it down to four and a half and take the Pacers. ATS, take the Pacers against the spread. Just take the Pacers. You could flat out take the Pacers against the spread and you could want to bull bet it and go way out and say that the Pacers will cover 10, 11, 12, you name it. But the Hawks, they're taking the tank into fifth gear. And they are moving at a rapid pace. They are racing to the bottom. Now, we will see tonight just how badly the Pacers beat the Hawks. But the Pacers will beat the Hawks tonight. This is not necessarily a good game to roster players. A blowout will see the bench come in. But the starters will get a few minutes and they might Mix it a bit. So it's not necessarily a safe game to roster. We don't normally like rostering games, players from games like this. We could be wrong and the game could end up being closer. And you would have missed out on a good roster. If so, Victor Oladipo, he's a good player to roster. But as we said, it's a risk rostering players from this game. And as for the Atlanta side, who the hell do you roster? Who is playing tonight? We don't know. Who is playing for the Hawks tonight? Go with Indiana against the spread. Celtics at the Pistons. Marcus Smart is back. Expect an under game. They gave this game 208.5. Middlemate this game by jumping it up to 211.5, 212.5. Once you do this, you should get some money because this is a winning option for you. So middlemate this game by taking it up a notch and betting in this way. As for your DFS roster for this game, Blake Griffin is always an option. Kyrie Irving is an option, expensive options, but they're options for tonight because Kyrie will put up some numbers, solid numbers, across the board numbers. Six assists, six to seven assists, 21, 22 points, three or four rebounds. Those are good numbers. Kyrie should put them up tonight and Blake Griffin will have a double-double, as should Andre Drummond. So expect a good, solid fight tonight. An under game, but a solid fight. And these are the players that you should roster from this game. DeRozan and Giannis, roster these players, please. They're going to have big games tonight. A fresh Giannis, a fresh DeRozan will put up numbers. So these are players that should be on your roster tonight. These are our fantasy players of the night. These players are going to be on fire. So roster Giannis and roster DeMar DeRozan. It should be a nice punch out early on between the Bucks and the Raptors. This should be a fun game to watch. So if there's a game of the night, this is probably the game of the night. So watch the Yanis show and look at the Raptors fight back. The Heat are on the road, road at the Pelicans. 
These are dogs in this game. Two and a half points. Middle mate this game, take it to four and a half, five and a half, and go with the Heat. The Pelicans are not going to beat the Heat by more than six points. In fact, they're not going to beat them by five points if they do win. And the Heat could indeed win this game. So middle mate this game and go with the Heat. And this game is a game that could be primed for an upset. Two and a half is not truly an upset, but the Heat are still the underdogs, so it would be technically an upset. But go with the Heat. Middle mate this game and go with the Heat. DFS roster in this game, the Pelicans. Anthony Davis and Nikola Mirotic are good players to roster from this game. On the Heat side, not so much so. Other players worth rostering tonight, Jamal Murray in Denver, Devin Booker in Phoenix, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Dennis Smith Jr., Kyle Kuzma, and Jimmy Butler. These are all players worth rostering tonight. Other games worthy of consideration, the Clippers at the Suns. Take the total down to 226.5 and bet it. Um, the Clippers, if you can also get a win and over in markets that allow that for you to have a winner combined with the total, do it and take the Clippers to win and go over. The Clippers played no defense last night against the Golden State Warriors. They're not going to play much defense against the Phoenix Suns tonight. The Suns have an opportunity to score points tonight because the Clippers will be tired. The Suns are actively trying to lose, but it should be an act, a fun game in which they end up losing. Win and over for the Clippers, that's a good option. Clippers team total over is another good option. Devin Booker, Tobias Harris, these are good options tonight. And DeAndre Jordan will get a double-double. So this is a good game to DFS roster. And it's also a good game to bet. Portland at Utah. Utah will get a fight tonight. Even if they win this game, a good option is to middle-mate the game, take it up to plus 7.5 and go with the Blazers. Damon Lillard will also get points, as will Donovan Mitchell. These are the games of the night. There are other games. We'll tweet about them. Message us. We look forward to your comments and we'll have mailbag questions for the next Middlemaker Speaks. And we'll have a proper fantasy lab and not just a fantasy zone next time out. So next week, look out for the MM Fantasy Lab and the Middlemaker Speaks. And more is coming from the Middlemaker Network. We are steadily growing. There's a lot more to come from us. We're going to continue to put out great content in the written form as well as podcasts, as well as videos. So look out for more from the Middle Maker Network. As always, follow us on Twitter at The Middle Maker. I'm The Middle Maker, and this has been The Middle Maker Speaks. Catch you next time.